0: was the start of a learning journey for me. I became aware that I'd be living in a bubble within this family, within this institution, and I was sort of almost trapped in a thought process or a mindset. Within the first eight days of our relationship being made public was when said Harry's girl almost straight out of Compton, and that her exotic DNA will be thickening the raw blood. You would get followed. Photographed, chased, harassed. The clicking of cameras and the flashes of cameras makes my blood boil. It makes me angry. It takes me back to what happened to my mum what I experienced when I was a kid. But it went to a whole new depth. With not just traditional media, but also social media platforms as well. I felt completely helpless. I thought my family would help. But every single ask, requests, warning, whatever it is, just got met with total silence or total neglect. We spent four years trying to make it work. We did everything that we possibly could to stay there and carry on doing the role and doing the job. But Megan was struggling. I think people have seen the photograph of us, you know, squeezing each other's hands. As we walked into the Royal Albert Hall in London for a charity event, she was six months pregnant at the time. What perhaps people don't understand is, earlier that evening, Megan decided to share with me the suicidal thoughts and the the practicalities of how she was going to end her life. The scariest thing for her was her clarity of thought. She she hadn't lost it. She wasn't crazy. She wasn't self-medicating, be it through pills or through alcohol. She was absolutely sober. She was completely sane. Yet, in the quiet of night, these thoughts woke her up. The thing that stopped her from seeing it through was how unfair it would be on me. After everything that had happened to my mum... And to now be put in a position of losing another woman in my life with a baby inside of her, our baby. I'm somewhat ashamed of the way that I dealt with it. And of course, because of the system that we were in and the responsibilities and the duties that we had, we had a quick cuddle. And then we had to get changed. I had to jump in a convoy with a police escort and drive to the Royal Albert Hall for a charity event and then step out into a... Wall of cameras and pretend as though everything's okay. There wasn't an option to say, you know what, tonight we're not going to go. Because just imagine the stories that come from that. While my wife and I were in those chairs, gripping each other's hand, the moment the lights go down, Megan starts crying. I'm feeling sorry for her, but I'm also really angry with myself that we're stuck in this situation. I was ashamed that it got this bad. I was ashamed to go to my family because, to be honest with you, like a lot of other people my age could probably relate to, I know that I'm not going to get from my family what I need. I then had a son who I'd far rather be solely focused on Rather than every time I look in his eyes, wondering whether my wife is going to end up like my mother and I'm going to have to look after him myself. That was one of the biggest reasons to leave. Feeling trapped and feeling controlled through fear, both by the media and by the system itself. Which never encouraged the talking about this kind of trauma. But certainly now, I will never be bullied into silence. One of the biggest lessons I've ever learned in life is you've sometimes got to go back and to deal with really uncomfortable situations and to be able to process it in order to be able to heal. For me, therapy has equipped me to be able to take on anything. That's why I'm here now. That's why my wife is here now the feeling of being trapped within the family is there was no option to leave eventually when I made that decision for my family I was still told you can't do this I was like well how bad does it have to get until I am allowed to do this or she was going to end her life it shouldn't have to get to that do I have any regrets Yeah, my biggest regret is not making more of a stance earlier on in my relationship with my wife and calling out the racism when I did. History was repeating itself. My mother was chased to her death while she was in a relationship with someone that wasn't white. And now look what's happened. You want to talk about history repeating itself? They're not going to stop until she dies. incredibly triggering to potentially lose another woman in my life like the, the, the list is growing and it all comes back to the same people, the same business model the same industry because my father used to say to me when I was younger he used to say to both William and I well it was like that for me so it's going to be like that for you that doesn't make sense just because you suffered that doesn't mean that your kids have to suffer in fact quite the opposite if you suffered do everything you can to make sure that whatever experiences you negative experiences that you had that you can make it right for your kids we chose to put our mental health first that's what we're doing and that's what we will continue to do Isn't this all about breaking the cycle? Isn't this all about making sure that history doesn't repeat itself? That whatever pain and suffering has happened to you that you don't pass on?